particular directions of our lives we hear you lead us as individuals and Lord some of us as we join in prayer this afternoon we are seeking to to hear you what you want us to do what you desire for us maybe some of us are even struggling with taking the direction that the Lord desires for us as individuals But Lord, it is our prayer that as we come in your presence by the power of the Holy Spirit, we will say yes to your leading. We will say yes to your voice. We will say yes to your desire. Lord, every day our bodies, our flesh is at war with your will. Lord, I pray that this afternoon, You grant somebody, you grant me, you grant us victory over all other voices. That all voices shall give way and only your voice shall be very clear on matters of guidance, on matters of direction. Let me invite each one of us to pray to the Lord that no matter the noise that is around you, no matter the temptations that are around you, the other voices that seem to bring in ideas that seem to be good, that seem to be like they are from the Lord, that will say no to all those that are not God's leading, that is not God's voice, and we shall say only yes to the Lord's will as guided by his word. Lord, we pray that your voice will be very clear to each one of us here, physically present, joining online, that God, as we as, as we pray, that will only take your direction. Lord, it could be a direction regarding our children. Help us to say yes to what you desire for our children, to what you desire for our families. Lord, we are seeking you for direction regarding your own church, regarding you leading your own people. Lord, forgive us when as individuals we have taken on our own direction. Lord, when we've not said yes, to your will. Maybe some of us said yes to other voices and we run away from God's will and today we are reaping heavily. We are reaping repercussions of not taking heed the leading of the voice of God. Father, we ask that you forgive us. Forgive us, Lord, when we didn't say yes to your voice. Lord, forgive us when we only took our own direction and today Lord, we want to turn from all that. We will repent and turn from being disobedient to taking on an obedient voice of the Lord. And so, Lord, may you speak to each one of us this afternoon, like you spoke to Joshua, telling him to be courageous, to be of great determination, that your presence is with him. Lord, when we say yes to your will, your voice, your presence, your resources, your power, our vision ceases to be ours. It is your vision, and we simply avail ourselves as vessels to implement 
implement your will. Lord, may you speak to each one of us here today. Father, some of us, it is matters of health. And we are wondering, God, what is your will regarding our, our health, regarding the people that we are nursing? Father, we pray that that will be very, very clear, that you will listen to your will, to your voice. Help us to let go and allow you, God, and let you, God, be everything in our lives. We are going to sing that chorus again. My soul says yes. And as we sing it, please let, let these words go beyond the lyrics, beyond the phrases, but become a real meaning for you as an individual, that we are saying yes to the leading of the Lord. And as we sing that song with depth and meaningless, the Lord is, is going to speak to you about particular things that you must say yes to the Lord's will. You'll say, yes, God, you are calling me out of that relationship, out of that business, out of that engagement. You are calling me, Lord, to a particular direction. Lord, I will say yes to your will and not to my will, not to my mind. Where you lead me, Lord, there I'm going to go. Father, help us by your grace and by the Holy Spirit to say yes only and only unto you. Thank you, Jesus. My soul says yes, my soul says yes, oh, says yes, says yes, my soul says yes, says yes to your will. My soul says yes, my soul says yes, says yes, says yes. leading you somewhere is the Lord calling you Lord speak to somebody speak to somebody regarding the direction you are leading them that they will not lead themselves 
They will not be led by peer influence or peer pressure. They will be not led by the world. But only you, Lord, where you are leading your children, where you are leading us, let each one of us pray that God help me to take the leading that you alone are guiding, to take the leading that is coming from you alone, not my will, not my, my passions, not my emotions, not my likes, not even my dislikes but yours alone Lord where you are leading and there we shall follow pray for your family, pray for your church, pray for our nation Uganda that where the Lord is leading is the direction we shall follow, that every leader in this nation will follow the direction the Lord is leading and not what we desire as a country but what the Lord desires, pray for yourself that in all your life in God what God has called you to do you will follow what the Lord is leading you not what others are leading Father I pray that you grant strength to each one of us here strength to somebody to say no to all other leading other than the leading of the Lord that you grant us that integrity Lord that stamina to say yes only to the leading of the Lord to the voice of the Lord be it in our business be it in our work that we won't work as we desire but only as the Lord you are God desires that Lord you'll give somebody an idea today and it will be clear this is from the Lord Father lead us as your children speak to us as your children because we desire to know your purposes, to know your will, to implement what you want for your people, for us, for your children, for everyone around us. Lord, if we follow the world, you shall be led astray. The world shall fail. All other people shall fail. You are God. You never fail. And Lord, when you call us, we shall answer. When you call us, Lord, no longer shall we be disobedient. We will answer. Just pray that and just make that commitment unto the Lord. That God, when you call me, I will answer. God, when you call me, I will be alert to hear your voice. Like Samuel, I will say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Lord, there are people that are waiting upon you for the clarity of your call. How we pray that this afternoon, it will be very clear to us who come to hear the Lord regarding a particular calling for service in God's kingdom. Father, we pray that you will hear your call and when we hear your call, then we will follow your leading to serve your purposes, to, 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 to know your will and to serve your will. And so Lord, teach us to know your ways. Teach us, Lord, to know your ways as we study your word. Teach us to know your ways as we pray. Sometimes the world around us, Lord, has brought in all kinds of things and we are confused. Which of these is the Lord's leading? As believers, Lord, we pray that we shall be able to discern the world's ways from the Lord's ways and that the Lord's ways shall be very clear, will clearly take on his calling and will clearly follow your leading our God. And 
So Lord, teach us to know your ways that our soul shall say yes. Our soul shall say yes, not to man. Some of us are waiting on God for aspects of relationships, relationships that determine the rest of our life, work relationships, marriage relationships, education relationships. Maybe you want to take on a particular career. And the Lord, Lord, we only want to follow your ways. And our soul shall say yes to what you desire you what you are leading us to. Father, I pray that for as many as are waiting on you, that you will lead us and will testify that you followed the Lord's leading. And some of us, even joining into this prayer meeting, it's been the Lord's leading. Thank you, Lord, that we've been able to say yes. Father, we ask that you forgive us many times when you've prompted us to take a direction and we didn't. Today, Lord, we have Speak to us, for we are children listening. In Christ Jesus our Lord, we pray. Amen. Give God a big hand clap. Big hand clap to the Lord. Praise the Lord. You are welcome, dear friends. We are going to share in the word of the Lord as we continue to pray. You are welcome, you online, you are welcome. Uh, we physically present here. It is always a great joy when we get this opportunity to be in God's presence. And choir, thank you for bringing up that song. Our souls say yes to the Lord's leading. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We are taking a reading from Joshua chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1. And our direction of sharing and prayer today is be strong. He is with you. Be strong. He is with you. Be strong. The Lord is with you. Specifically as we read Joshua chapter 1 verse 9. Joshua chapter 1 verse 9 reads, Have I not commanded you? Uh, if we can screen that, friends, that will be wonderful. Have I not commanded you? Joshua chapter 1 verse 9. Please, let's read that together. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There comes a time of tough decision making. Huge assignments before you. When you are saying, God, I am stuck, I desire divine direction and the resources, the energy to take your leading, to follow your guidance. Here we see Joshua is at the stage of his life as a young leader coming unto stage. He's getting into the limelight. But Joshua seems to be timid, seems to be scared, and Joshua could be asking, how am I going to handle this huge responsibility? In our day-to-day -day life, these are the things that we certainly ask the Lord. Maybe you've taken on a new job. Maybe you've taken on a, a marriage. You are about to take on a marriage relationship. And you're wondering, how am I going to behave there? And maybe you have... Uh, 
you're a student and you are taking on a particular examination that you've never sat before and you're wondering how are you going to do this? We are at a stage when many students are beginning to do their first year, our senior sixes are now beginning to get to university and we're asking, how am I going to handle university life? And maybe you have just been diagnosed with a particular disease and you're asking yourself, how am I going to walk the journey that the doctors have prescribed for me? The Lord says to us this morning, be strong. This afternoon, be strong. Tell your neighbor, be strong. Be strong. Be strong. The Lord is with you. Amen. Be strong. The Lord is with you. When you turn the pages of scripture, you see the Lord speaking to all people that he calls and is giving them this assurance that I am going to be with you. Amen. He gives them the assurance, you are not alone. I am going to be with you. This month of May, the month of May, we are taking time to, to concentrate on understanding the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, the place of the Holy Spirit in our lives as believers. And the Holy Spirit is God's presence with his people. Hallelujah. Everywhere we are going, God's presence, God's presence is enabling power with us that we are never alone. The Lord going with us everywhere we go, the Holy Spirit. And we see that the concept of God being with his people is not just the New Testament understanding, but right from Genesis chapter 1, right from creation, God is there working out creation. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we see that even with Adam, God was there. And Adam, God would see Adam and say, this man that I have created is not comfortable without a woman. So God has been present even when Adam hid from the Lord. God comes and says, Adam, where are you? God has been present with his people. He is with us now. Praise the Lord. Specifically for Joshua. Maybe where Joshua's name is, you could probably put your own name. Joshua needed the assurance that God was going to be with him or God is with him. Because as people usually say, he was taking on responsibility, was stepping into the big shoes, the huge shoes of Moses. If you want to know who Moses is, you need to read just chapter 34 of Deuteronomy. Just a 12 verses of this chapter. And then you will understand why it was not easy for Joshua to simply jump into these shoes. Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 12 says about Moses, no one has ever shown the mighty power or performed the awesome deeds that Moses did in the sight of all Israel. I love it when it is screened and we can read it together. Please let's read that together so that we quickly understand it as a team. For no one has ever shown the mighty power or performed the awesome deeds that Moses did in the sight of all Israel. 
you imagine you are the person succeeding such a leader? You imagine you take on a, a job, a new job responsibility, and you are told the person that has sat at your desk has these credentials and they have achieved this for this company. How are you going to fail? You imagine you probably have had a relative in the family, like the minister that uh, died yesterday, and they tell you this is the credential, this is what this man has done, and this person is gone. How do you feel? How do you take that? Joshua, when he was given of course, he also knew who Moses was. He must have, in his heart, developed fear. He must have, in his heart, developed this kind of, I am not able. He must have developed this kind of attitude that, you know, God, not me. Let someone else do it. But like we sang in this wonderful song that the choir brought up, my soul says yes to the Lord's leading. Hallelujah. My soul says yes to the Lord's desires. My soul says yes to what God is calling me to do. So the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, as you want to say in, in, a, in a Kampala language here, the man of God. One, as we read in verse 12 of Deuteronomy chapter 34, as we've already read, no one has shown such mighty power or performed the awesome deeds that Moses did in the sight of all Israel. No one else, marvelous and great things Moses had performed. You see, they were with him and they were before the Red Sea and he held his staff and he hit the Red Sea and guess what? A way was created. Hallelujah. They had reached somewhere and they didn't have water. He hit the rock. Sometimes he spoke to the rock. And guess what? Water gushed out. He had performed great things. He held the stuff in his hands and the Israelites saw that this was simply stuff. And he threw it down. It became a snake. And the Pharaoh said, hey, I'm taking off. He had done great things. And Joshua is saying, Hey, you mean I am taking on from this great leader? I do not have the energy. I do not have the strength. I do not have the ability. How am I going to do it? And you see the danger here is Joshua looking to himself. Joshua looking to himself as opposed to looking to God. Remember, Moses wasn't a great man. He wasn't a great speaker. He would stammer. Moses had been a foreigner. And so in a way, him uh, taking on leadership, no one would actually respect people laughed at him. Early alone, they asked him, who are you? Why did you actually get us out of Egypt? Why didn't you leave us there? Moses is not in any way great in his strength. It is the Lord that has done these great acts in Moses' life. Joshua forgets that actually it is the Lord that has done these things. And so Joshua, instead of you looking at what Moses did, look at the Lord who enabled Moses. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And that's why our theme is saying, saying be strong. He is with you. The Lord who was with 
Moses, so he is going to be with you. The Lord that has done exploits in your family, in your organization, in this church, in your own life, in the past, he is with you. Do not look unto the things that have happened. Remember what the Lord himself, the person, the power that has been behind these things has been the Lord alone. We are told that actually Moses had seen, had had a glimpse of the promised land. So he had the vision, the entire vision for the children of Israel, the person who has seen where we are going. He is the one we are following. The vision bearer has died. Joshua take on. Hey, when the vision bearer of the family, vision bearer of the organization, vision bearer of a group, vision bearer, the team leader. I'm reminded of those days in school when the main discussant in the group was not present, would call off the discussion session. Why? Because you're wondering, how are you going to discuss these tough matters? I don't know what happens to the choir when the main choir person is not present. I don't know what happens to the choir when the main choir person is not present. If you make me the lead singer, let me tell you, everyone will just move out of the church. Yes, because there comes that point when the main person seems to be off. Look, when you read Deuteronomy chapter 34, Moses climbed Mount Nebo from the plains of Moab to the team of Pisgah opposite Jericho. Deuteronomy chapter 34. And then verse 4 of Deuteronomy 34. So Deuteronomy 34 now, verse 4. The Lord said to him, This is the land I promised on oath to Abraham. Hallelujah. This is the land I promised on oath to Abraham, to Isaac and Jacob. When I said, I'll give it to your descendants. I have let you see it with your own eyes. Hallelujah. The person who has seen where we are going with his own eyes. And God said, but you'll not cross over into it. But you'll not cross over into it. Moses knew that after seeing even the promised land, seeing everything, he was not going to cross into it. Take strength, friends. The Lord is with us. Sometimes, as leaders, we wonder how our legacy is going to be carried on. But we are going to see how, despite Moses and the, the Lord speaking to Moses, that you are not going to cross over into it, the legacy actually carried on. Be strong. The Lord being with you, your legacy will carry on. Praise the Lord. And so, Moses verse 7 says, Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 7, Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eyes were not weak, nor his strength gone. Oh, I desire to be like Moses. I hope I'll reach 120 years old and I'll be as strong, in fact, stronger than I am today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And after he's gone, we now see Joshua coming to stage. Verse 9. Verse 9. We are going to read that together. 
please let's screen it. Thank you so much, screening team. Um, Joshua chapter 34, verse 9. Let's read that together. Not Joshua, rather, Exodus. Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 9. Let's see Joshua coming to stage together. Now, Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him. So the Israelites listened to him and did what the Lord commanded Moses. Praise the Lord. See, Joshua had walked alongside Moses. Moses had laid his hands unto Joshua. And when Moses laid his hands unto Joshua, Joshua received the spirit of wisdom. And this spirit of wisdom is definitely the spirit of God. Wisdom is a fruit of the spirit of God. Hallelujah. When you have the spirit of God, when you have the Holy Spirit, then God grants you wisdom. James tells us, does anyone lack wisdom? Pray, and the Lord who gives this generously will grant us wisdom. So Joshua had the spirit of wisdom as a result of the ministry of Moses. And all Israel listened to him. Hallelujah. Now we see Joshua in chapter 1 of Joshua chapter 1. Moses is dead. And it appears Joshua is mourning, is grieving the loss of Moses. And he forgets that when Moses laid hands on him, he was in a way being commissioned to go out and lead the children of Israel. Friends, it's important for us to look back and remember that the Lord has already empowered us for the responsibilities ahead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Get your hand on your chest and say, God, God, thank you for empowering me for the responsibilities ahead. Amen. God, thank you for empowering me for the future ahead. And because you live, I will advance. I'll face tomorrow. Praise the Lord. Somehow, Joshua forgot. At this chapter, Joshua chapter 1, Joshua seems to be a little bit lost, but praise to the Lord. God is faithful. God comes and reminds him and says, Joshua, pick up your energy. Pick up your strength. Joshua, please, Moses is gone. Stop even crying. After the death of Moses, verse 1 says, the Lord said to Joshua, Moses' assistant, and this is what the Lord says, verse 2, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, it must have been a kind of a command, a strong language the Lord is using. Joshua, Get out of self-pity. Joshua, get out of regret. Joshua, get out of excuse. Hey, Moses is gone. He's not coming anymore. It is now your turn. You are now in the limelight. Lead my people. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yes, lead them to the land that I'm about to give them. Verse 5 God speaks to him. 
No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. And when you read from verse 2 to verse 9, you actually appreciate that all these verses, Joshua is doing nothing but listening. God speaks about seven verses. Joshua is not at all saying, excuse me, God. He just gets to attention. Lord, speak. I will act. From verse 2 to verse 9, he is listening. The Lord command him. The Lord direct him. The Lord commission him. The Lord say, go. I am going to be with you as I was with Moses. So will I be with you. He promises him in verse 5 at the end, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Let's read that together because it is critical in our reflection this afternoon. Verse 5 of Joshua chapter 1 together. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And so, are you one of those people this afternoon that you are seated on that desk and you are saying, how are, we, how are we going to run this company without the other CEO? The other person has resigned. Shall we actually be able to advance? Are you one of those people who stands in your family and maybe you are the last born like I am and you are saying, you see me, I'm the last born. Will people actually listen to me? There is a Gideon when you read the book of Judges, Gideon, God calls Gideon, and Gideon says, I am the last born, my tribe is the last, I am the least in my family. Will I advance this? And the Lord says to Gideon, I will be with you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's make this a prayer. Let's just raise our hands unto the Lord and simply say, God, God, thank you for the promise of your presence with me. Thank you for the challenges that are before me. Thank you for those that you've used before. I acknowledge that it is my turn now. I acknowledge that you are calling me. I acknowledge that my strength is weak. I am not able to advance the responsibilities, the vision that is before me. I am not able, God. I don't have the resource. I don't have the energy. I don't have even the people's support because I am young, because I am not like Moses, because I'm not like the ones before me. But I avail myself. Your will, Lord, I desire. Your leading, Lord, I want to follow. Lord, by your grace and by the Holy Spirit, help me to follow you. Father, I pray that for every person that is seated on that desk that is in this prayer meeting, as we think about serving you in church, serving you in community, serving you, Lord, in our families, taking on responsibilities, many times that are so huge compared to our own energy, that we shall not look within us, but we look unto you, our Lord, and we know that you'll make a way where there seems to be no way. That God, you will strengthen us and that Lord will lead and achieve the purposes for which you have called us. Father, thank you 
for your promise. I will never leave you nor forsake you. There could be somebody here saying, I've been left as an orphan. I've been left as an individual. I've been left. I feel I need heavenly guidance. Maybe you are at that point where you are saying, we need heavenly wisdom. The Lord says he's not going to to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. The Lord is going to walk the journey with you and is going to grant you victory. Father, may this be true for each person here in Christ Jesus our Lord we pray amen give God a big hand clap thank you Jesus thank you Lord so let me say three things I feel the Lord leads us in as we walk with him one one remember that God is with us granting us physical strength so God leads us in gaining physical strength The Lord leads us in gaining spiritual strength, number two. Spiritual strength, the Lord leads us. And number three, the Lord leads us as he grants us emotional strength. God is with us. Be strong. He is with us. And so he'll grant us physical strength. He'll grant us spiritual strength. And he'll grant us emotional strength strength. The world we live in today physically drains us, spiritually leaves us dry, emotionally leaves us sick. But when the Lord is with us, friends, he gives us that physical stamina, spiritual stamina, and the emotional stamina. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God with us in the physical with this physical strength. When you read Proverbs chapter 28 verse 1, we read that the wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. Can you read that together? Proverbs 28 verse 1. The wicked man flees though no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. You know what? The wicked man We'll say, who we, who we, who we, who we, and they'll take off. Even when no one asks, whom are you running from? By the way, whom are we running from? But the righteous man, even when there is something pursuing them, they are as bold as a lion. Friends, the world we are in today calls for our people with great boldness. And that is the strength that God gives us. Amen. There's no way we are going to preach the gospel in our places of work when we are surrounded by unbelievers. Father, I pray that you'll grant somebody here boldness. You'll grant people listening to your word boldness. That you grant us boldness, Lord, as believers, as the righteous to advance your kingdom in Christ Jesus our Lord. Together we say, Amen. Amen. We have said this boldness, this strength comes to us as a result of being with the Lord. That physical strength that we have. So please stop saying, you see, for me, because I'm a mchiga, I'm going to be very strong. You understand? Because for me, I am an acholi. I am I'm a karamajong. Don't joke with me, something like that. Time comes even when our physical strength gives way. But the Lord grants us that strength and makes us as bold as the lion. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. We read that 
the spirit that the Lord has given us. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Okay, let's read that together. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline. That is who we are. And so even with the inside of us, we should know that even when we are surrounded by lion-like circumstances, we are not meant to be timid. As we observe this time of understanding the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, He is with us, giving us that strength and not fear. Giving us love, giving us power, power, and self-discipline. So physically, we have this power. Physically, we can subject our bodies to self-discipline. Physically, even when there are people around us that do not love us, we can love them because that is what we believers have. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Some of us, because of the physical circumstances around us, we have given up on life. And praise God for Joshua. Joshua. Chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. Be strong and courageous. Because you lead these people to inherit the land, I swore to their ancestors to give them. I think Joshua looked at himself physically and said, Hey, all these people, including the ones that are older than me, how am I going to lead them? God tells him, be strong and courageous. It's not about your physical kind of appearance. It is the Lord working in your life. God grants us number two, spiritual strength. What is spiritual strength for? Spiritual strength is for us to remain waiting on God even when answers are not coming immediately. Hallelujah. Even when things don't seem to be working in our way, when circumstances don't seem to be suiting us, we will carry on our trusting in the Lord. We'll continue to trust the Lord. We'll continue to, to worship the Lord. There are people who have lost appetite for God's word. There are people who have lost appetite for worship. You just wake up and you are spiritually lost. There are people that actually even abandon the Lord simply because the answers have delayed. Be strong spiritually because the Lord is with you. And he said to Joshua, Chapter 1 of Joshua, verse 8. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. So that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Praise the Lord. When we are spiritually alert and continue to be connected in the Lord because he is with us, everything we do we will be successful and prosperous. The Apostle Paul, who writes majority of the books in the New Testament, he is physically in prison. He is physically weak. He is physically, in a way you can say crippled, not able. But guess what? He is spiritually alert. And he is making testimonies even in the prison. May we be those people who despite the circumstances we are in, who despite a discouraging physical environment, because the Lord is with us, we remain alive and vibrant. Father, it is my prayer 
that you will strengthen somebody here with an inner spiritual hope, with an inner spiritual strength, with a yearning to continue pursuing you. Lord, for some of us, we've been so discouraged, we've been so drained, that when we pick the Bible to read, we cannot at all pick any message. We cannot hear you lead us. May you bring a revival unto a person this afternoon that despite the experiences that drain us all we'll have that spiritual awakening like the apostle paul says when i am weak outside physically weak but in the inside i am strong because the lord is with me in christ jesus our lord we pray and as a result of sometimes the weaknesses physically, the weaknesses spiritually, and when we do not depend on the Lord, we get this emotional weakness. Praise the Lord that with him, he grants us emotional strength. And emotional strength has got to do with your soul, has got to do with your feelings, has got to do with your heart, has got to do with those things that nobody else ever sees. Have you seen people that come into a fellowship like this and they are smiling. Please, those of you physically present, smile at me, smile at me. Hallelujah. But yet in the inside, in the inside, they are crying. Lord, with you, with us, we get emotional strength. I pray that that person who in the inside they are bleeding, in the inside they are bleeding, they, they feel like they've been hurt beyond repair. They are struggling to forgive. Give them that emotional strength because you are with them and help them to forgive, to let go, and to allow you strengthen them from the inside of their feelings, O oh Lord. Because with you, with us, we are physically strong even when the world around us has hated us. We are emotionally strong, Lord, even when circumstances seem to shake us. Father, we are spiritually strong because we know that we only depend on you. Lord, I pray that there will be a mending of individuals here, those listening in online and that Lord you made us you build us to go out there to stand out there and bring healing to your children Lord may you bring physical healing for people that are sick may you bring spiritual healing for those that are lost for our friends that are far away from you Lord may you bring that emotional healing because you are at work in our lives. And as you gave this assurance to Joshua, I am with you. I will be with you. As you spend time in my word, in fellowship, I am going to be with you. Father, I pray that when you call, we shall answer. When you lead us, Lord, we shall follow. And that, Lord, your will, we shall do your purposes, your ways, Lord we shall get into action. Okay, Jesus. And so, Lord, as we continue to pursue you and live lives set apart for you, it is a prayer that you continue to minister to us in Christ Jesus our Lord. We pray. Amen.